the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, I'm rolling it down solo. This is Daryl. What's happening, world? It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. Tiger Woods has pulled out. Wow. Man, that's that's sad news, you know, but I think it's good because Tiger shouldn't come back until he's ready. You know, Tiger Woods, he's a, in my mind, he's the greatest golfer I've ever seen. And I, I lived in the era of um, Jack Nicholas, but, you know, he was an older man when I started really getting into golf and watching it. My dad was a fan of golf, and it was kind of crazy that we used to watch golf on on, on the weekends, on Sundays and Saturdays. But, um, hey, life is good. University of Miami, wow. Before I get into this University of Miami hurricanes, I want to talk a little bit about Hurricane Matthew that, you know, God spared us so much here in the state of Florida. The, the damage, I think, was not nearly as what it as bad as what it could have been. And I say that lightly because I have not traveled and seen a whole lot of all the damage that's going on in our state. I look when I when I look around the world, I see uh, worse things happening in North Carolina uh, from the storm that I see here in Florida. But um, wow, God is really good. He brought me through this storm, and I've been through quite a few hurricanes. But um, I don't know if I've seen the winds. Um, as heavy as I saw them here in this part of Florida that I'm living in, it was really, um, had quite a few down trees and I saw some trees fall myself while watching this storm out uh, through the window. Um, I even had some trees fall down uh, in my backyard and, and Hey, it's, it's just a miracle and it's a blessing that, um, we, we made it through the storm and, uh, it was just so beautiful the day after the storm, um, Saturday, the storm really hit us on Friday from about a, about 11 o'clock until, man, I'd say around 6 o'clock. It was still here with us. But on Saturday, um, the storm relief was gone. Um, the, the storm had passed us by in Florida, and the weather was really nice. And um, me and the wife got in the car and went to Miami, Florida. Hey, we got Red on the line. No, we got Vince on the line first. Vince, what's happening with you, baby? How you doing, Miss Man, loving this life I got, man. Uh, made it through the storm. Went down to see the University of Miami and Mark Rick. Um, they just couldn't weather that storm, man. As many times Miami has beaten Florida State at the end of a game through a field goal, a missed field goal, the, the fortunes were turned and we had a field goal block 
that caused us not to take that game into overtime. And you just never know what could have happened in overtime. No, you never know. But you know, about, about three, four years, four weeks ago, when I was talking to you, I was asking you, do I think Miami ready? Well, I finna give you my answer now. They ready. They'll be national champ for two years. Like, I hear you. I like that. They'll be national champ in two years. I tell you, I see what I want to see. And if you take the touchdown back, they would have won the game. Because I thought... That was a bad call, really, because the, the man's going to score the touchdown, and they call it after the man about the end zone, they call it a holding. Uh, block it from the back or something. They don't ran past that, yeah. But anyway, that's how it go. That's how the ball go. But I think, I think University of Miami will be ready. I think Maurice is the right coach for the team. I think they're they, they young, and they, they um, got the eye of the tiger right. They, they're getting like the old cane. And and one thing about it, I'm just so impressed to see. You, I don't know about other colleges and stuff, but one thing I do know about University of Miami, when all the older guys come out and support the team, I'll let you know you have a balance in school. I'll let you know. So one thing I'm proud of, of University of Miami, I take my hat on to them for the support that they have from the older guys and the little guys. And no matter how bad they don't went through stuff, they still hang in there together. And, um, my friend, uh, Michael Irving's sister wanted me to go to the game this week. And I told her that I couldn't make it, but I'm gonna come, I'm gonna go this week because they played this North Carolina. I think they played North Carolina down there. Another and, big uh, game in, in, in Miami Gardens, Florida. Another yeah. humongous game. Yeah. So, hey, Vince, you know, hey, we, uh, I, I hate to cut you off because I know you love college sports yeah, info. Yeah. You don't show. But we got Red on the line. He want to talk about what's going on down there in Tampa Bay, Florida with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because guess what? They getting ready to come on TV in a few minutes. Hey, Vince, don't be a stranger. Call us next Monday on the Sports Info UM radio show. We'll be waiting. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. And, um, I'm going to make the game this weekend down there. I'll catch you right down there this weekend. Holla at me. We'll be able to have okay. a hot dog or a french fry or some chicken or something or maybe some Jack and Coke or something at a tailgate party before the game. Let me know what's going on, Vince. Okay. I'll holla we'll holla at you. At you. Peace. Hey, um, Red, what's going on? Which I know we got to get you out of here quick because I'm Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming on. And Jameis Winston <laughs> can't do it all by himself. I just want you to know that. He can't do it all by himself. He don't play cornerback, linebacker, defensive line, running back. He, he just can't do it all by himself, man. What's going on, Red? Uh, what's going on with you, man? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being a part of the show. You know, I'm real. I'm I'm not really disappointed. Um, like Vince said, I think the Hurricanes are on their way back. I really think we have so many young faces on this team that uh, that it's just they just not ready yet. You know, it's just not they they season. They got to get a little more seasoning. You know they what got, I mean? They got they got to build on. I mean, I'm 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 not. I mean, I'm not looking past the season, but I mean, in in a, in a way, I'm kind of looking forward. You know, to this uh, next quarterback that we're gonna have, because Brad Kai out of there next year, man, they're gonna have to rally around this, 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 uh, this kid that they got coming in next year. You know what I mean? But um, you really think Kai is? You think Kai is leaving this year? Uh, he, um, he has another year. You know, 
Yeah, and this is still I mean, a possibility that he could go. He could he could leave for the NFL draft. You know, some people know, have him going high in the NFL draft. Now, I don't know. I don't see it. You know, but with all you know, said, though, man, I'm I'm, I'm kind of disappointed with college football, man. I'm seeing players getting kicked out of games, man, just for just for a, a hard hit, man. I mean, a, a old school legal, nothing malicious, nothing dirty about it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm getting disappointed in college football, man. Yeah, just, it is. And then you turn around on Sunday, and these guys be hitting quarterbacks like Cam Newton. You know, like like busting him, man, leaving their yeah. feet, launching and hitting this dude, man, under it's the just, chin. It, it, you know, there's just too many rules, man. It's just too many rules, man. I, I mean, I, I love football. I've been loving football since I was a kid, man. You know that, but it's it just ain't what it used to be, man. I mean, you well, know what say this though uh, Robbie you know we, we won so many times on those same kind of plays same to, yeah. you know and it, it's just what it just wasn't our time and, and as and as well as we played I still see so many things that we just can improve on especially on the offense because I know that defense as young as those guys are they're going to get better and the offense they is the same way yeah. yeah and you look at his two running backs that we have um um, the number two receiver that he's throwing to now is is a freshman, a true freshman. You know, uh, Coley, he's leaving at the end of this season, and and, and we wonder uh, what is Kaya going to do. And, and trust me, these tight ends that we have, uh, we got tight ends that are going to be there, be around for at least two or three more years, yeah. and, uh, and they're going to be some of the best in the nation. So I yeah. think we got a, a lot of lot of. Um, pieces to this puzzle that are looking real good, and I think things are going to be um things are looking up for the Hurricanes without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's a uh, uh, Rick Blueprint got to be you know it got to be played out. You know what I mean? It, they they, they got to buy into it, right? but you can see the plan though. Plan is to pound the ball. They want to pound the ball. You know what I mean? This he wants to wear people out running the ball. You know what I mean? They just got to execute. You know what I mean? Run right. effective. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> keep all that pressure and, on Brad Tyler. <laughs> You know, and, and, and one of the things I, I just can't stand, and I, and, and I don't like to be critical of University of Miami, but sometimes you have to. When yeah. why, do we, why do we use this play with a one-back set where we put the core? Where we, it's almost like you're reading a defensive end. Kai is never going to run. They don't even respect no, that at no, all. Nobody no, respects that play no, for us, no, man. No, no, no. They just attack the running back because he, he's not going to run. Oh, he, he's they're daring him to run it. They're they begging him to run it. Yeah, please run it. Please run it. You know, hey, man. Um, he, ain't and, he, ain't, he ain't that guy. And, and, why, and why would offense coordinators waste plays like that? Because yeah. you got to see what's happening in practice. We don't respect him as a runner. If you do, yeah. that's the scout team doing what they're supposed to do. But otherwise, we don't respect him as a running back. So don't, don't get that out of the offense. Let's just yeah. run – Put a, put a full back in the backfield or a tight end, and let's let's do our thing. But that's just not a play that's that's uh, that can be effective for us, 
Yeah, but I don't so. think so either, man. I like the traps, you know what I mean? I, I, I like the traps and the cross bucks and whatnot, but I think, I think you're right. I think they need a fullback back there, you know what I mean? They got to have a lead back, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and it's nothing wrong if he's gonna if he's gonna pull it out and 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 throw it. And but in reality, that's probably not a good good play either because you've already taken away taken away him running the ball. So you know he's you know he's not gonna run. So now you really don't respect him. You don't have to um play play that tight up to the line scrimmage because you know he's not gonna run the ball. Hey, I I really see some things that um that we could work on. Um, I I love I love what I see though. I love the direction. I, really, I love the direction. Don't get me wrong. I love the direction. You know what I mean. But um, really, it's some, it's some work to do. Yeah, it, it's some work to do. It's it's it I'm is some work to do. I you know, but, uh, we were talking about the Bucks and their running back situation and whatnot. Yes, man, we we starting Jockeys Rogers tonight, man. Sims and Martin is out. Sims went on IR today, so we starting Jockeys Rogers tonight, man. It's, you know, uh, and um, Jockeys Rogers is is, is is not a is not a bad running back, and uh, he, he, he he ain't ever been a feature back though, man. Ever, you know what it, I mean? Exactly. I guess that that's my point. He he yeah. he's never been a, a feature back, and he and yeah. he can't be a feature back. And that's what I was saying earlier when we, when we, when you first when we first open up is um James Winston just can't do everything, man. You know, this kid is a is a, is a powerful player. Ball effectively, man. Got to run the ball effectively, man. They ain't, I mean, otherwise they're just gonna come at James. You know, and and uh, I mean, they ain't wrong for that. They not wrong for that. We got Jockeys Rogers, man, and a rookie that's backing him up tonight, man. I'm kind of I'm crossing my fingers at these boys and hold on to the ball tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah, you ain't lying, man. At least hold on to the ball. Yeah. You know, Carolina at least what they used to see either on defense, man. So we're going to see what happens, man. They still got a mean front, man, but their secondary ain't what it used to be. But I think our, our secondary might be damn near the worst in the league, man. This, uh, I don't know, man. I was looking at Tony Okamari got let go. Coach let go Tony Okamari for kneeling at the uh, anthem and whatnot. I mean, I, don't, I, I mean... On the surface, that's what it that's what it looks to be. You know what I mean? I wasn't there. I'm not there, and I don't know for sure. But I do know he let him go, and, and I know he ten year he, he a ten year vet right now. But he might be better than any safety that we got right now. You know, so I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah, we need really need to look at at safeties, man, and running backs as well, man. Because I mean, we running short right now, running real short. Man, y'all running real short on, on running backs, man. I mean, personnel, man. This personnel. I mean, this is about execution and stuff like that, right there too, that they're not doing. But I mean, a lot of it is personnel, man. We sure we we hurting, man. We hurting. We gonna we, we gonna play through it though. We gonna play through it. Well, Jameis Winston needs some help, man. And I really thought that um, I re- I really thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would have went out and got some help at running back. I was really surprised when they gave Doug Martin a big contract because he's had nothing but injuries and injury problems. He's been injury plagued his entire career. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was really surprised that they that uh, that they wouldn't have went out and and, and tried to get a little bit of help uh, at running back. You know, so yeah. you know the guy the guy for set he's out there. I heard the, the Ravens uh, cut him. Yeah, he Not, cut him. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's available. About, I don't, you know, I don't know why they cut him, 
good as of yet, but, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you almost got to look at him. We're in a situation yeah. where we've got to look at a running back right now, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he has to be in camp right now. Or have had a workout for you guys. You know, yeah. has had to have had a workout for you. Because it's just, I, I don't see how they can't say, hey, let's get this kid a shot. Yeah. I think, you see, something on the, I think you see something on the, uh, the wire about him this week, man. I mean, picking up somebody. I mean, they almost got to. I'm going to watch this game tonight, man, see how it unfolds, man. I hope everybody come out healthy. You know what I mean? And that's really the thing, man, staying healthy through all of this right here. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still optimistic, man. I love my boys, man, but I can't put no money on them or nothing like that right now. <laughs> Unless you're betting on somebody else to beat them. Come on, man. Well, I tell you what, I play fan duel, man. I like fan duel, man. If y'all don't... uh. Good gracious, man. I don't mean to make this no ad for a fan duel or nothing, man, but I enjoy myself playing fan duel. But it made football, watch football a whole lot more exciting, man. Hey, man, you've been telling me about this for a couple years now, and if you're still doing it, I at least got to take a look at it. I won 75 bucks last week. Man, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah play, that's... I play like 40 bucks and 170, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm down and with I, that. That makes that make it a lot more Julio fun. Jones. I, I didn't have Julio Jones and Matt Ryan in my lineup. I'd have had them, man. I'd have, I mean, I'd have been in some money. I'd have been in some serious money. No joke. I, I hear you, man. You know, I, I, I'm i going to really make an effort to um, play a little fan duel. Job, I'm going to be in the NFL pool this week. I already made my mind up. I call my people. I'm playing for the first week of the season. I'm playing in the NFL pool. But they have college games as well. So I'm getting, I'm, I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting my game back up a little bit. And uh, it does make it, it does make a little bit more fun. You know, I'm in a fantasy football, and I got the worst team you could imagine. I let a friend draft my team because of the day of my anniversary party, so I didn't have a chance to go and draft. And I'm telling you, man, he, he actually had Reggie Bush on my team. And Reggie Bush ain't even been on the NFL roster. You understand what I'm saying? You know, man, oh, my God. It's just, it's, it's just really awful. I won one game this year, and everybody was surprised. But I looked at the score today, and I'm up 10 points going into tonight. And your boy got Vincent and uh, what's the other um, oh. receiver for for Tampa Bay? He got both Tampa Bay receivers. Yeah. No, Vincent um, and um, Mike Evans. That's him. Yeah, he got Mike Evans. Got yeah. both of them. You got both yeah. of them? Both of them. And I have um, the kid from, um, this is one of the best players on my team, the kid, the receiver for uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, played Florida State. Benjamin, the big boy? Big boy, Benjamin. I have him. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. when you see that kid, man, he's really hobbling around. He's hurt. He, he's not He's not nearly what he was when he first came into the league. Because he's, he's, yeah, he's well, in. I mean, we'll have to put a, we'll have to put a hat on him tonight, man. Well, I'm no sure y'all going to do a good job of that. Hey man. hey, man, we really appreciate you calling the show, man. And I know you got a game to go see. And um, I know you, you're, you're a big Hurricane fan and a big NFL fan and just a sports fan in general. We really appreciate you calling the show. Man, there's nothing, man. I'll be here next week, man. Let us know, man. I know if Tampa Bay win, you'll be back for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Always, brother. Peace and love. love Thanks for calling. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after these messages.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's man versus nature's most prolific hunters. We're diving into predator hunting with analysis on wolves, bears, mountain lions, and coyotes, their impact on their territory, and how man can be successful against them. Joining us is Jeff Ran of Deadliest Hunts, Silencer Shops, Jeremy Millett, and Carlos Martinez, Senior Product Manager at Remington. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Robbie is a good friend and, and a heck of a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. You know, the guy had been in that St. Pete, Tampa Bay area his whole life, and he, he saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come to existence in Tampa, Florida. And, I, like, you know, like I said earlier, you know, this kid, Jameis Winston, he just can't do it all by himself. You know, he's a heck of a player and, and a super quarterback, and I really think if he had some help around him, who knows how good he can be. And, um, and, and until Tampa Bay realized that, that Doug Martin is not the answer. Um, really, honestly, small running backs in this league is just not the answer. They get they wear down quick. I mean, they wear down quick. I mean, they ask some of these guys that think they can run into giants and make them move. They they wear down quick through injury, through um, through it just wearing down. They're almost like a tire on your car. And sooner or later, you're gonna need some new rubber. You know, unless you rotate them, then then you might have a little. They last a little longer, but uh, if you don't rotate them, they're gonna be, they're gonna wear out quick. And Doug Martin has not had that rotation. Uh, I remember the kid Rainey came in and he he played a pretty good role for a while, but at the end, uh, it was back to Doug Martin. And hey, it's just. You got to have some rotation in that thing. Hey, we got Stacy on the line. Stacy, what's going on? 
Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I, I hear you talking about Tampa Bay, but hey, what about the Patriots? You know, everybody want you know question about Tom Brady and you know was he back? Is he back? Is is he good? Is what he should have been? Hey, the guy's great, man. You know, he knows how to you know put put a team together. He's a great leader. You know, so all them people that's doubting Tom Brady, you know, hey, just expect a good game from him. Expect some teamwork. And the guy's gonna gonna make a big difference in the NFL. You know, he's just great. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I yeah. I, I agree with everything you say. He's great. You know, yeah. he's the best right now. When 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 Peyton Manning started to fail, when the rubber started fading from his tires, um, Tom Brady Brady stepped up as the best quarterback in the league and possibly one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. You know, yeah. hey, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. Well, now I have one question. Sure. You know, my 49ers, you know, Kyle Kaepernick, yeah, he started some. You know, he's he, he's just voicing his opinion about the world and, and, and world issues and everything. Let the man play. You know, he's not the only one that feels that way. You know, and, and, and you're going to let your team suffer just because a man has his personal opinion about the way life, human life, and and how the world is treating um, treating people, you know. Let the man play. Don't don't hurt the love of football just because somebody has their own personal opinion. You know, it's been six games already, the five games already this week six, and the Forty Niners has a have a great team. Our defense is stepping up. Our offense is stepping up. And and don't get me wrong, um, Gabbert, he he's he's doing his best, but he's not a not a Kaepernick. And Kaepernick is what we need right now, so let the man play some football. I, w- I would agree with you more, um, but at the same time, um, Kaepernick is the only reason he's not playing as far as I'm concerned is because of the um, the kneeling for the National Anthem thing. But at the same time, he wasn't starting before that. So I think Chip Kelly had a had an issue with Kaepernick before that. Now, I've said it before. I don't think Kaepernick is a good quarterback. I, 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 just, I just don't think he is a good quarterback. But at the same time, I've seen Blaine Gabbard. I, I was here when Jacksonville drafted Blaine Gabbard. He was horrible. He was scary. He was not a good quarterback. He was never winning in the NFL. And, hey, I don't I don't see um, I, I don't I don't see where they could – I don't see how they could even think they're going anywhere – with him um, starting as their quarterback, and and I agree, you know, hey, when when things not working, you know, you got to make changes. You know, this is the NFL. There's a lot of big money out there. You know, you go with what's with what's working. If it's not working, get rid of it and bring somebody else in. But right now, uh, you you're killing the spirit of the team. Well, let me share something with you. It might, I don't even think it's Chip Kelly right now because I think Chip Kelly more than anything want to win. And I know he's realized by now that Blaine Gabbard is not a winner. But let's switch it a little bit. You know, uh, Jerry Jones just came out and said, when when Tony Romo's healthy, he coming back and he going to be the starter. I don't give a damn if Dak Prescott done won six in a row. When Tony come back, he going to be the starter. Now, come on, man. Now, come yeah. on. Now, you know, that lets that let you know if, if, if this man will say, 
he'll break a quarterback that's won six in a row and bench him, and he's not the coach. And he's not the yeah. coach. Now, you yeah. think about it, San Francisco. Will they lose six in a row to make a point? Eight in a row to make a point? Ten in a row to make a point? Because Jerry Jones has already made his point. When, yeah. when, when Tony Romo comes back, yeah. he's the man. Now, yeah. how do you think that's going to do in that locker room? And at the same time, when Blaine Gabbert go out and lose every week and people see him in practice scared, not not even really wanting to be on the field. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? What is he doing uh, for the morale of that team? And the same thing with Jerry Jones. What is the morale of that team? Them guys right now, you know what they, the guys in the locker room saying? We're going to play our hardest for this kid. We're going to play yeah. even harder for Dak, Dak Prescott because we want to prove Jerry Jones wrong. And, yeah. and do you think they're going to give that 100-plus effort for Tony Romo, when he come back, injected with everything from lovastatin to to quadruple you know, it's all these drugs. He- <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know, the statement has already been made, and we'll just see it when the time comes. But you know, let the guys play. If you're winning, let them play. Let them play. And you know, we have to put you know put our differences aside. And, and this is football, you know, and I love football. And I want to see some good football, you know, some good, honest, sportsmanlike, you know, football that the guys play. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. Looks like we had a little technical difficulty there. But, you know, like I was making a point to Stacy before we lost him, that, um, you know, this kid, Dak Prescott, has made these Cowboys a formidable team in the NFL. You know, I think they are they are off to a, a, a great start um, and, and look like they got something special with him. And I just I just hate to see an owner start at meddling. And that's why Jimmy Johnson had to lead the Dallas Cowboys after winning Super Bowls because of Jerry Jones meddling. And uh, and you, and when you look at this guy saying, "Hey," um, and maybe he's just saying this to make a story. Maybe he's just saying this to, for us to talk about. And 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 maybe he's saying this to to throw his weight around and let let everybody know, "Hey, he's the man." No, 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 no. Not not the head coach. No, he's the man. Jerry Jones is the man. For the Dallas Cowboys, and and it really it really it really concerns me because being a team oriented person, it's it's never about the people that write the checks. Well, it's always about people that write the checks. Let's don't get twisted. No, it's always about them. But if they allow other people to do their job, I think it's better off. It makes the program better. It makes everything better. It makes everything a little smoother. You know. If you don't have to make the bread to have a peanut, a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you could buy some good bread and put some peanut butter and jelly on it, and you have a good sandwich. You know, some people think they have to. Yeah, I remember they have to go down on the field. I remember Jerry Jones back in the day; he used to be down on the field, and I'm sure because they are winning, he's not down on the field like he used to be, and and uh, and just meddling. So Jerry. Stay off the field, and Jerry, if this kid Prescott has six wins, seven wins, and you break up that kind of chemistry to bring to bring back vulnerable Tony, come on, vulnerable Tony Romo, come on, you'll be making a big mistake, a, a, a big mistake. You know, um, on, a, on a lighter note, um, Gary Kubiak, you know, a couple of years ago, I think it was 2013, uh, he suffered a, a mild stroke. Well, uh, now uh, Gary Kubiak is 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 hospitalized again, and uh, we're talking about the Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos uh, head coach. Um, and he's not a very he's not a very old uh, he's a very young man to be honest with you to be a head coach, but. You know, this is he's. They're not really giving a lot of details of, um, of of what his ailments are, what he's hospitalized for, but it, it really makes you uh, wonder: is, is the stress of this job something that um, that uh, Gary Kubiak can really handle? Because this is this. I'm telling you, I, I don't think we really understand the stress level of a head football coach in the NFL because uh, these these guys. Yeah, you know, I, I never forget Dick Ramirez said it best. Said, you know, he 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 literally had a had a bed, a bedroom at the coach's office, and said he would go home sometimes like four hours a day. Um, I 
something when you when 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 your life is is wrapped around something like that, it really is it's unbelievable the level of stress that you put on yourself and and the level of and and amount of I guess caffeine and other things you ingest or inject to keep you up and alert for long, long, long periods of time. This is the life of an NFL coach, and uh, a lot of these guys can can handle it. Uh, we talk about uh, Tom Brady, and everybody knows it's Bill Belichick that makes the engine run for the New England Patriots, and he's been able to handle it for uh, a, a quite a long time. And I'm a, and and it's not very often that you will find a um, a head coach that has been married for for a long time. But when you do. No, 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 that has only had one wife in his life. I'm not going to say longevity, but have, has only had one wife in his life. Um, you know, I, 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 when you look at the story about Tom Coughlin, how this guy, uh, how this guy Tom Coughlin actually uh, has been married to his wife for a long time, and, she's in, and when you hear her story, it's like during football season, it's just she don't expect to see him at all. You know, as she said, it's like she has a, a, a two-hour window where she can see her husband and, and talk to him. It's crazy. But, you know, I'm good. Oh, hey. All right, hey, um, Matt, we got Damien on the line. Damien, what's going on? What's up, man? Hey, love and life, Damien, and uh, congratulations to the Florida State Seminoles on blocking that extra point. That dude, number 44, I thought we had held him, held him down. Um, throughout the game, but hey, he made a big play when it really counted. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the game because we had a power outage. But I was wow. always on top of the news. Wow, that, that you you missed a, an awesome game and um, a, a, a big defensive battle. Uh, matter of fact, uh, we had we had FSU down. Fourteen um, uh, I think they scored fourteen, uh, thirteen, nothing at, at halftime, or ten, nothing at halftime. Yeah, I was uh, checking on the stats because um, that's all I could do. But today we were fortunate enough to have power, um, and and I guess everything's a plus now. Yeah, well, you know, um. Um, look like look like the, the people that worked the storm uh, actually did a wonderful job, you know, um, picking up the debris and getting the lights on in a, in a pretty pretty reasonable time compared to how it was um, in the last hurricane, Hurricane Charlie and Hurricane Francis. I mean, our lights were out in our community for um, about a week, four or five days. Yeah, well, we had um, we had. I guess we was in the third day, but they, they're doing a heck of a job. You're right. Because, um, you know, people are being patient, you know, being friendly, doing a lot of cleanup themselves. So, um, which helping their process go smoothly. But, oh, yeah. Um, they got a lot on their place. And you got people out there, you know, that's, uh, you know, criticizing. They're not doing this, they're not doing that. But, you know, the guys know what they're doing. To help everybody out in a timely manner. So, I give I give oh, my hat off to him. And 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 I and I do the same. And I, and I I commend our city man for um 
for making this thing seem to be looking real good and and, and working out real nice. You know, but when I, I'm going to tell you something, uh, Damon. I, I've, I've said this uh, a few times now about our quarterback, um, Brad Kaya. He had a, he had a decent game, uh, 19 of 32, 214 yards, uh, two TDs and an interception. Uh, but when I look at um, uh, uh, what's this kid name for Florida State? The bar Francisco. Oh, uh, Francois. Francois, yeah. Francois, he had twenty. He threw twenty or thirty-one for two thirty-four, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And um, Brad Kaya had had two had, threw two touchdowns, but had an interception. I, you know, um, I'm still I still look at Brad Kaya and I, I question whether or not he's um, he's a he's a great quarterback. And I'm gonna say it like that because, and I can say that because I played with some great quarterbacks. You know. Uh, Jim Kelly was a senior when I was a freshman, and I saw him right. go on to be a, a superstar quarterback, not only in the NFL, but the USFL as well. And Bernie Kosar was a teammate of mine. Matter of fact, me and Bernie Kosar came into college the same day. Bernie Kosar was a, was a, he was a mind reader almost. He could read defenses. He could almost manipulate defenses to do things that he wanted them to do with his eyes and his feet and shoulders. Not a very, not a very fast and 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 and, and uh, a light-footed guy, but he was he was a superstar quarterback. And then almost like a Peyton Manning. Fantastic was a Heisman Trophy winner. Bernie Kosar would have won the Heisman Trophy if Doug Flutie hadn't thrown that Hail Mary pass and completed it in the Boston College Miami uh-huh. game in the Orange Bowl. But Vinny Testaverde was an athlete. The kid, uh, he squatted four hundred pounds. A lot, lot more than some some linemen. So I'm saying he was an athlete, and he could run. He was big. He was strong. Big arm, strong arm. You know, I just don't see those kind of qualities from this kid, Kaya. So I can't throw him in the category as being great, uh, even even being even that, nothing close to um, to those quarterbacks. Now, there's been some quarterbacks come through University of Miami that have been that have had some of those same qualities. And uh, and going on to do some big things in the NFL, but I, I'm still Kai. He needs a, he needs a little more time, and I think I'm recommending him stay in college at least one more year. Yeah, because if if not, uh, he just he just fall in the draft. But and again, you got you got guys coming out in the draft seven round, you know, making it big. Now um, the guy from the. Um, New England Patriots. He um he he was starting he Brissett. He was yeah. he was starting at the at the Brady. Yeah. He did a good job. Yeah. He did a real good like, job. You know, real good job. You know, that kid was Mr. Football in Florida, uh his senior year in high school. Yeah? Oh. His mother his mother begged him to go to the University of Miami. Bad to me. Matter of fact, they they had a little falling out about that, and he he wanted to go to the University of Florida. He went to the University of Florida, and Tim Tebow got the job. And he and well, not I don't know if it's Tim. Now it wasn't Tim Tebow, but for some reason he transferred, like a lot of black quarterbacks do at the University of Florida. I ain't figured that one out yet. But anyway, he transferred to NC State and uh, ended up being I think a fourth round draft pick by the New England Patriots. 
Well, sometimes yeah. you got to go where your heart leads you to. And ain't that? You know, and... Yep, ain't that? Out. I'm sorry, well, I'm interrupt. But it worked out for the best. I think it did work out for the best for him, for sure. Yep, because look at him now. And, and I think he might be... He might be the predecessor to to uh, Tom Brady, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play a game. He he might because the kid Gagliano, I think he already showed us that um you know he's a little fragile, but Jacoby Brissett showed us the same thing that he's a little fragile too. So um, but I think I think Brissett is more of what uh, Bill Belichick wants in his quarterback. He want a big guy that's gonna stand back there, see the field. I really think um, um, Bill Belichick is really happy with what he has in Brissett at quarterback. Yeah, because you look at, uh, what is it, um, right before Brady, I mean, um, there was uh, Bledsoe, and Bledsoe had the size and the arm. Yeah. Then he uh, passed on Brady. Now Brady's getting ready to get out the game. You know, he got to pass on to somebody, and it might as well be Brissett. Yep. And I agree with you. You know, um, um, Bledsoe had a big arm. He was tall. He was big. Stood in the pocket, almost just like Brady. You know, and uh, and I think Brissett is is more like that mold that that um, Bill Belichick wants. And so I would be surprised so. if, uh, if they trade. Um, if they trade uh, Gagliano, I think the kid's name is. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if they did that to make that team better because they know when you look at Tom Brady, man. You know, he's, what, 30, 38, 39 years old? Yeah, but, yeah. Does he look 38 or 39 years old? No. Yeah, yeah. So I think they know they got him for at least one or two more years. And um, Tom, the only problem with Tom Brady is, is, is the playoffs, man. It's just, well, in, in the playoffs, defenses get a little more hungry, and I think people know it. Now, the, the, the Patriots might be good enough this year to just take it all away. But I just really feel like when the when the playoffs come around, these defenses start getting a little more aggressive, a little more hungry, and um, you know, I, I, even teams like we think about the Ravens, their defense is always in the mix late in the season. Yeah, it's the offense that got to get clicking. They got the yeah. weapons, but they can't get it right. Yeah, that, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. But, um, let me ask you. Go ahead. Uh, what do you think about the Raiders? And I, I really like what I see with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, um, one of the callers earlier, Stacy, he was asking about San Francisco. One of the worst things San Francisco could have ever did is got rid of Crabtree because he was so young. Yep. You know, and, and this kid really now. turned into a superstar. In in um, in Los Angeles, you know, not in in in, not in Oakland, rather in Oakland with the Raiders. I like what I see with the Raiders. Yeah, they're looking good. They're promising. They used to be well, yeah, not a lot of talent. And it went nowhere. Now they got. Now they're trying to get somewhere with, with talent. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like what I see with the Oakland Raiders. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I I, I think their team on the rise. And, uh, and if they can make the playoffs this year, that's going to be a whole. That's going to do a whole lot to boost the morale of that team and that organization. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm 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 excited about uh about what I see in Oakland. You know that's my team too, the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> and I tell you, you know what they do have is a uh, is 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 a is a prominent. Uh, I'm not gonna give him a star status, but uh, when we talk about up and coming quarterbacks in the NFL, that guy David Carr is a much better quarterback than his brother ever was. You know, I yeah, mean this guy yeah. Carr. Uh, he, he's he's a solid quarterback. You know, I, I'm, I'm t- I think he's just you know he he's what he is an up and coming uh, player. Well, see, a lot of them grew up around the NFL. Like you know, when they, when they drafted his brother David, he uh, he was right there on the stage with him. So you know, he was determined right there to be uh, just like his brother. It's not better, right? Right. And this and this kid's name is Derek Carr. It's not David. David Der- Carr was a was a, was yeah, a, was David not was a quarterback. Yeah, and David Carr got beat up by at at the Houston for the Houston Texans. Man, he, you know, he's a prime example today why guys don't come in the NFL and start right away. There are some exceptions: Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, but a lot of these guys they really need to have a seat and watch what's going on. And uh, and David Carr got beat up with the Houston Texans new franchise, and um, just just wasn't a good fit for him. But but Derek Carr, um, you know, like you say, he learned a lot by watching his brother and um, what was going on in the NFL. So he knew a lot more than just a regular guy um, coming into the league. But uh, this kid, Khalid Mack, man, he probably he was an, he was a Pro Bowler last year, but he's probably one of the best linebackers in the league. Yeah, man, I I saw him in that one game. He, uh, I, I might have been against Buffalo, but I'm not sure. But he he was right in the quarterback's face every set. I mean, every play. But he, he's yeah, a beast. He's a player. Yeah, he is definitely a player. And like I said, you know, Crabtree, man, is 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 turned in to be uh, a star caliber receiver. I mean, this guy, he he's a. He's he's in the top ten wide receivers in the league, and and he's pretty much been a healthy healthy player put throughout his career. Um, I think they got something out there in Oakland, and 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 the one thing that you have to watch out is um you know the division is is not that you know I think you can get a wild card out of that AFC. Yeah, they 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 play in the West, right? Yeah. Okay. And Sebastian Janikowski from um, from Seabreeze High School, still in the league. Still in the league, yep. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, this, this guy, 38 years old, still in the league. Yeah, you got something in his 40s, in the 40s. He's 38 years old, yep, yep. Um, I'm with the Florida State. <laughs> oh, man. I'll never forget yeah. my mom told me. I was in Miami at the time the guy when he was at Florida State. She said, Man, it was a kicker came here. He kicked the so kicked the ball so far, he kicked it out of the stadium over the building. <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about Janikowski. She said he said he had to kick the longest field goal I ever seen, Daryl. I said, Wow, mom. Then I heard it. then I started following him. He went to Florida State and uh yeah, he was he was he was an active kicker in high school, in college, and um, at 38 years old, he's still kicking in the NFL. 
Yeah, I want to see him kick that 60-yarder. He came close to it. He had, a, I think, a 56-yarder. But, you know, I'm just waiting for that one one, one kick. Yeah, well, hey, this, hey you know, we, we might not ever see him from Jadakowski now. He, he's still accurate, but he's 38 years old, man. Like we were talking earlier in the show, you know, some of these guys, like, like um, 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 Doug Martin, a running back for Tampa Bay, the, 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 the mm-hmm. rubber is getting thinner and thinner on, on his tires. On, the tread on him is just getting less and less. And Janikowski, you know, Mother Nature ain't never Mother Nature, but Father Time, you know, he, he never lost lost a match. And uh, it's just a matter of time for him. He, he catch up with everybody, too. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, David... Thanks for calling the show, man. We got to get out of here. We only got a few more minutes. And, hey, we here every Monday night. Give us a call on Sports Info Young Radio Show. We'll be here. All right. Thank you. And I hope we meet y'all in a bowl game so we can redeem this loss. <laughs> hey, but I want to let you know before I sign off, we're the only, pers- only team that survived two hurricanes over the weekend. That's your next question. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, David. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, peace out, brother. We'll be hollering at you. Alrighty. Thank you. You know, um, this guy Sebastian Janikowski. He's he's had a heck of a uh, uh, NFL career. Um, he's he's had actually had a heck of a career in football. Period. And and this thing, he's probably never even. Taking a blow to the head at all, you know. I mean, but probably not one time has he taken a blow uh, to the head. That must be pretty nice to play the football game, play the, uh, play this sport for so long and never take a blow to the head. That must be uh, pretty nice. Yeah, but hey, guys, you know what we were talking about earlier. Um, with these Dallas Cowboys and, and Dak Prescott, I, I really think that um, that Jerry Jones will be making a big mistake uh, getting involved in this. The Miami Dolphins say Teddy Hill will be the quarterback for the remainder of the season. Teddy Hill only played quarterback two years in college, and before that he was a wide receiver for Texas A&M. His coach was the offense coordinator for the Miami Dolphins when they drafted him. That was a bad move from the onset. Tannehill will not be a good quarterback in in in, um, in Miami. And he was a guy, when he came to the league, looked like a good backup for somebody. And I think that's pretty much all he's ever going to be. He's a good guy to come, in a game, come into a game and maybe win you two or three games in a row, and then you get him out of there and put your starter back in. At the first play of a preseason game this year during the preseason, the first play on offense was a 22-yard run by Tannehill, and it was that fake option, that fake dive, and the quarterback takes off running up the middle. One of those college plays. I said right then, if they continue to run that, there's no way they're going to be a winner in this league. That play is a gimmick play. It's almost like a double reverse in the NFL. You run it once, and then you don't run it again for two weeks. And if you if that's going to be the second play you run, first play you run from scrimmage 
in a game, in an NFL game, you're not a good team. And the, and the Miami Dolphins are not a good team. Hey, guys, thanks for calling the Sports Info UM Radio Show. Thanks for listening to the Sports Info UM Radio Show. And we'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.